0: Diamond in the sky.
1: Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 50 AM KKNW, I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Going into 2022, I thought it'd be fun to bring um, my book into this hour and talk to you about how it came about, how I started doing what I I do, and um, giving you a little bit of tools to get you through this year. So first I'm going to start with the story of the book itself. I was a hypnotherapist, and I was doing these little chakra readings in my um, sessions, and I had some clients who basically really enjoyed the chakra readings, and as they got better with the chakra readings, we did some um, guided imagery, uh, hypnotherapy, and Reiki. I combined all of that and gave them prescriptions. They called it homework. And as we were moving along, they were really curious about how I got started in doing these chakra readings. Well, the chakra readings actually go back to, gosh, 20 years before that, when I discovered a few um, New Age bookstores. Uh, Vision Quest was one of them, Phoenix Rising, and I would take my kids on these trips and I would bring a book that I had bought uh, from these stores, and on that same day, I would buy a crystal. So I would take the kids um, on a field trip, which would be like the beach, the park, or something like that, and as they were playing or swimming, I would read my book, and as the years went by, I put those rocks I bought in my ashtray in my car, and As the you know years go by, my kids are getting older, and I remember plenty of times where I was waiting for one child to get from school or to get um, out of soccer practice or baseball, and I'd have a car full of uh, children, and I would try to entertain them. So I'd say, "Pick your favorite rock." And at that time, I was reading rock uh, crystals, uh, how you could uh, the meaning of a crystal. For instance, rose quartz was about self love and femininity. Tiger's eye was about, I called it a power stone. And so these kids, beautiful children, would pick their favorite rocks. And as they did, I realized they'd pick the same rock over and over again. And so that kind of told me a little bit about their personality. And each child was different. You know, I have three children, all totally different different uh, personalities. They react differently. I thought, you know, of course, you know, you do the same thing over and over again with your kids. Uh, teaching the same lessons and using the same tools, but each child was different. And I started add- adding the um, astrology, things like that, the colors that they wore, um, the mind-body connection. And really, what happened is I came up with this this reading, and the kids called it the rock reading. And so as the kids got older, Children came through the house, and I had more stones. I was a stoneaholic. I loved rocks. I loved crystals, and I love books. So for ten years, I stayed home with my kids. Being a, a, a mother, I also uh, taught aerobics at that time and became a personal trainer. So the mind-body connection was brought into it because, as I was teaching aerobics, I would see you know the same woman over and over again with lower back issues. Um, And I would ask her things like, do you need support? Um, And they would be like, yeah, I do. I'm having this issue right now, and I'm going through that. And uh, right shoulder was a masculine energy. Left shoulder was a feminine energy. Um, The heart chakra, self-love. The feet was putting your foot down. So I started bringing in the mind-body connection. I had astrology. I used colors, and I loved the crystals. And it was really the meaning of the crystal. And as I got into learning about the chakras, I realized that if I had each person pick seven rocks, I knew a lot about them. So for instance, I'd have a child, she was a teenager, and she would never pick blue. In fact, she hated the color blue, and that's her throat chakra. So I looked into her heart chakra, and it was pink. So I always put that with a feminine energy, and I asked her if she had problems talking to her her mother, and that's what I brought up, and So what we did is we came up with prescriptions, and I think just talking to me, a heart-to-heart conversation helped her open her heart chakra and her throat chakra, but I'd also have the kids write a letter, and a lot of kids said that they really didn't have any issues, and then when I had them actually sit down and write, it was a long, lengthy letter, (laughs) and I could you know walk away, go do laundry and stuff, and come back, and they would still be writing, so what we learned is to either shred the letter or burn it, I don't suggest giving it to anyone, but this was all a kid's game, and I did it for probably 20 years at home. Eventually, adults uh, came into my house and wondered what all those rocks were, and I would do the same thing with them, and it was just for fun, and over the years, you know, not only being a personal trainer, uh, working with the physical body, I went to hypnotherapy school, and I became a hypnotherapist. So, you know, as I decided to open an office, I, you know, loved guided imagery. I loved the whole, you know, helping people go through the clutter in their mind. And that was super interesting for me because the most beautiful people, you know, would have these problems and they were do doing such a great fine job of holding it all together. But, you know, twenty minutes into a session, you know, they're crying and they're telling me things that are weighing on them that they've never told anybody. It was very, very interesting, but when eventually I started my office, it was in a spa, and I had people, you know, the women, because we're all kind of waiting for our, our clients to show up and such, would come up to my room on break, and they would pick their rocks, and we'd do the rock game, and each woman would have a different chakra blocked, and each woman would go off with a different prescription and I I'm just kind of making this up as I go because I really don't know what I'm doing and at the time you would pick the seven rocks I would get your numerology and your astrology and kind of do a little makeup of who you are and then the people would uh think I was psychic but really there's there's a method to this this thing and I can teach it so as the years went by people got the guided imagery with the chakra reading and eventually I learned Reiki So what I did was hands-on healing, going back into maybe your childhood or your past, and sometimes past lives, um, and I combined the chakras. And when you realize, you know, like the third eye's missing, there's something you don't want to see. The root chakra, you know, you're not connected to your body. If your crown chakra is missing, you might feel hopelessness or despair. Heart chakra, it could be too big, and that means you have a lot of... I would say, you have a lot to get off your chest. So every reading was different. And as I went through this, the years went by and I was doing hypnotherapy, uh, eventually started the Reiki, which I loved. And I loved teaching it. It took me about four years to teach it, but I added the guided imagery and things started to move along. And I had clients um, with PTSD from their childhood or from um, military, a lot of um, issues with uh, abuse. As a hypnotherapist and each person that got better you know went off to live a life without medication and were super happy and most of them if not 99% of them became my friends and it was really really lovely and it was a great time in my life but they were super curious on how to do these chakra readings and at the time I would just place the rocks on the table and so nobody really knew what I was doing you could just see seven rocks lined up And then after the reading, they would get a prescription, usually three, then they would pull an angel card and the angel cards just scared people because they were always spot on and they always gave people exactly what they needed as they walked out my door. And as the years went by, I decided what I would do, you know, while I'm waiting for clients or I have a break or something is to start writing down what it is that I do. And that took about two years of just me getting on a computer and, and putting it together. And then I kind of had a way to teach it like a little how to do a chakra reading. But what happened is my voice, my inner voice, my intuition told me to wait. And what I did is start to put little stories in, each uh, section of the book to tell uh, my clients' stories, my friends' stories, my kids' stories. And it turned out to be more of, it's a how-to do the chakra readings, but it's a manual. And in the book, it is the the chakras. Uh, I do a thing on colors, crystals, um, the astrology, the sun signs. There's a lot going on with that, but just the basics. Numerology, uh, intuition and how important that is. Uh, I also got into synchronicities, uh, dream work, which I love, the mind-body connection. Uh, also, I do relationship readings. So you can do a reading with your spouse, your business uh, partner, or your children, and you can really see how you, you fit like a puzzle piece, which was interesting back then. Um and at the end, I kind of added feng shui. And I use feng shui as a way to help people clean out their higher chakras. And it's a way to kind of see what's going on in your outer world, to change what's going on in your inner world. And so as the years went by, I finally finished the book. And I was so excited to get it out there. And then I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> but it was amazing that, you know, using my chakras, I manifested the book. And then I went back to the top. And what I did is I started teaching classes on chakras. I did energy um, how-tos with people. And I did events, many, many events. And I did chakra readings. So I went around doing these chakra readings at events, um, fairs. Eventually, I started my own fairs. And I would be a speaker. And the book went out to at least 7,000 people because that's how many I had. So it's been an amazing journey with this book called Our Energy Matters, The Art of Crystal Reading, How to Manifest Your Heartfelt Intentions. But it actually just started as a playful way for me to entertain my kids. And it probably started with crayons at the restaurant. What's your favorite color? Moved up to the rocks in my uh, ashtray, moving up to the seven chakras, and then me finding prescriptions to help people heal. And so as the year goes, years go by, I've ran out of books, but I did give them to bookstores all over the country, and so now they're still on Amazon, and people are buying them, and amazing things are still coming back to me. So after the break, I'd like to talk more about my book, Our Energy Matters. Stay tuned. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. You are, you choose to be,
0: deeper and deeper, round and round.
1: Do you have a hard time letting go? Letting go of your stuff? Are you thinking of moving? Maybe you have a house full of things that you no longer want but need help getting rid of it? Call me, Dina Marie at 425-350-5448. I'll help you go through your past, get rid of it and move on to a brighter future. That's Dina at dina-marie.com. Reach out to me and lift your spirits. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577.
2: That's 425-309-0577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk,
0: 1150.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. And I'm talking about my book, Our Energy Matters. It's been reinvented, revived, and it's all because my friend Anthony Manna, a year ago, bought the book online and we have been having basically a conversation every uh, week for over a year because he was so enamored with the book. And during this time, he did some writings about the book. But every time we talk about uh, the chakras and and the elementals, which is earth, water, fire, and water, or the astrology signs, and I just get so much more excited about what I created years and years ago. And a couple years ago, uh, all the books were gone, and I thought, you know, it's time to move on. But I think it's still if not more than ever, relevant to Lift Your Spirits. And the book is so easy to read. And you can k- still get it on Amazon. But this is for people who might still have it. And also, you know, I'm doing some online things here uh, coming up. And also, uh, the our energy matters with Anthony Mann and Dina Marie. Each week, we do a YouTube, um, anthonymanabooks.com. You can go there for that. Or reach out to uh, my Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie Facebook page. But it's been more essential to me the last year or two to be doing this weekly because I got through this by keeping my third eye open by focusing on this book. (laughs) So as I went through uh, this uh, time where I got rid of the book, not rid of the book, everyone bought the books. They bought the books and they were gone I thought it was time to move on. But really, what i it's reinventing the book. And um, because it started as a kid's game, I learned to teach the chakras in a, a very playful way. So that's what I'm going to do this segment is just tell you how I, I see the chakras and how I teach them. So the crown chakra is on the top of your head. It's your connection to something higher than yourself. And again, I don't put labels on anything. You decide. Um, I know when it's open because people look up. I also know when your brow chakra is open, that's right between your eyes, your third eye, because you'll start painting pictures and you'll see things. So if you have an idea, the light bulb going off over your head, which is your crown chakra, then you start painting with a paintbrush. You can imagine or create inside your own mind what you're going to do next or what you want to do in the future. And this is when it's used wisely, you're, you're focusing on the positive in this world and seeing what you can create. The throat chakra, which is in your throat, obviously, is your not only your inner voice, your intuition that you get from your higher self, but also the voice you use inside your head, the way you talk to yourself, the the things you say um, to yourself and then the things you say to other people. So people that are really positive and focused and have lots of ideas, their upper chakras are open. The heart chakra is when I get an idea, I focus on it. Seems like I can do it. It's plausible. I hear my inner voice say, today's the day. Get on the dance floor. I use my my voice, my outer voice to talk about my idea, maybe to other people. And then I put my heart chakra into it. And you know when you want something because you feel it. And when you feel it, you act on it. And the chakra below your heart is your solar plexus, which I call your power chakra. That's the chakra that makes you physically get out of your head and go out and do it. So when your power chakra is healthy, you get your house clean, you go to work, you do things spontaneously, and it's, it's super easy. It's almost effortless when all your chakras are spinning. Your sacral chakra, which is below your stomach, which is your power chakra, your solar plexus, is the the chakra that helps you work well with others. So when you have a sacral chakra that's healthy, you're very spontaneous, you know how to work well with a team, and you know, if things aren't um, going your way, you go with the flow, You, you make it happen because you know how to work well with others. The root chakra is from your hips down to your feet, to the earth, And that's when you physically manifest things. That's when you actually show up for things you actually say you're going to do. And it also is when you finish projects that you had an idea that you started, finished to the end. Um, The book was an idea. I had some blocks along the way. I didn't feel like I deserved to be maybe an author because that was pretty, honestly, that was scary for me to say that I was. And, you know, it was hard for me to hand my book off to other people. I wasn't working well with others because I didn't want them to read the book. I also had to get some financial backing, those type of things. I had to work with other people. So getting out of my head, being more of a team player, deserving to have the book. And then the root chakra was, you know, getting the book and then wondering what the heck I was going to do with it because I had 7,000 books that I just like, oh, I have the book. Now what? But that's how the chakras work. But over time they get blocked and the one above your head, your crown chakra gets blocked when you, as a child, I believe, um, are promised things or something is never like you have hopes, but they never actually happen. A lot of people in foster care, I realized, uh, or even maybe, um, people in a religious upbringing where church was hard on them. It wasn't very inspiring, but it, it makes you want to look down. You don't get your hopes up in, in fear that they'll be smashed. So your, that's your crown chakra, and it's kind of how it's how it gets blocked. And your brow chakra, uh, it gets the one between your eyes, is the one that gets uh, blocked when you see things that aren't pleasant. So right now it could be, you know, violence on television and video games. It could be the news. It could just be life in general because things are a little bit different than they were three or four years ago. So it gets hard to focus on what's going on outside ourselves, so it gets blocked. And if, for instance, my family, you know, um, they, my parents fought a lot, so it was something I didn't want to see, so it was something that I had an issue with growing up. Things you don't want to see block your third eye. Your throat chakra gets blocked when you're unable to tell people your ideas or how you feel. So if you are a child and you're spontaneously telling people what's going on and this and that, and they tell you to shush and sit down, or you you, you think too much or you talk too much, and eventually we just we shut our throat our throat down. Also, when you have an intuition and you don't listen to it, that's another way to blow block your throat chakra. Your heart chakra is blocked. Again, when you're unable to express yourself and you can't cry spontaneously or feel. So, you know, I had asthma as a kid. That's the mind body connection. I had the sore throats as a kid. And I was in a home where it was very difficult to express yourself. In fact, you weren't supposed to. So, I, you know, had health issues to do with that. And that's all the chakras have also diseases that go with it. So, uh, heart issues is usually when you're a child you're super sensitive you want to express yourself and over time you're told to be quiet or not to feel something and you shove your energy down so you don't cry uh, especially with men men who play sports military I've had a lot of issues with them because they bite their tongue and hold it in maybe they smoke um, chew and they try to not express themselves Uh, The solar plexus, that's the one below your heart, when you're around very angry, controlling people as a child, you usually feel powerlessness and that's how that gets blocked. When you're around um, people who like you, who you are and and say you're an amazing human being, of course, that chakra is going to be wide open. But when you're around people, especially bullies, when you're around bullies, let's just put it that way. When you're around bullies, you tend to shrivel and you will close that chakra down and be voiceless and powerless. And you will not express yourself and you probably don't want to see it either. So that'd be your brow chakra. But as we go on through the chakras, you have the sacral chakra, which is what I dealt with in hypnotherapy. A lot of... Um, Issues with the, it's in your hip area, that's sacral, that's your family. That's the people closest to you. That's the people you trust. So as a hypnotherapist, I dealt with a lot of eating disorders and um, smoking issues, oral fixations, and people that had been hurt by someone close to them, whether it was uh, domestic, you know, sexual abuse. Um, or even trust issues, so that's where the, you know, you just push people away, you stay to yourself, you know, you go to your room, it's better to be alone type stuff, that's the sacral chakra, and the root chakra gets closed, I call it pulling the rug out from under you, and a lot of people in kids in the military or foster care, where again, they're promised something, like a new parent, or they get to a new house, and they think they're going to make new friends, and then six months later, they're moving, so they get to a point where Anytime something good comes their way, they'll sabotage it. Because why don't you sabotage it before someone else sabotages it for you? And these are all things I learned by doing the chakra readings, the hypnotherapy, and eventually I did Reiki, which really helped me move along quicker than the actual hypnotherapy, which is very time consuming. But with the Reiki and the chakra readings, you could see the blocks right away work on them, open them up, and then give people a uh, homework to do when they got home, which really is the most important thing. It's one thing to pinpoint what's going on in someone's energy system. It's another thing to have people do the work themselves. And that's why my clients call it homework. I usually gave them three of them. You know, some are just writing letters and burning them. I never have them call anyone. Um, it could be getting out a picture of yourself when you're a child, your inner child. Um, and putting that next to your bed and saying how much you love them. Mirror work was another one. Uh, Gosh, from getting outside into nature to writing your intentions, your gratitude attitude. Uh, We do intention boards, which, you know, are super fun. Um, Also, self-love. Give yourself the gifts you expect everyone to give you. So what we're going to do is uh, take one more break. And after the break, I'm going to give you a few prescriptions that you can do to open your chakras and then we'll move on to the Mind-Body Connection, which is interesting if you have not delved into that. That's Louise Hay. Um, she's an amazing woman. You Can uh, you can Heal Your Life, that's her book. And that's probably the one book that did change my life forever, and it's in my, the back of my book, the books that I love. So I recommend that book. Uh, you're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Watch
0: the world come and fill it up not too loose no not too tight just breathe
1: it'll be all right lift your spirits with me dina marie on Woodby island i'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul retreats include a healing session for your body your mind and your spirit you receive a reiki session plus a chakra reading experience a labyrinth in the woods take a walk on the beach and enjoy downtown langley with me Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you
2: Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit EarthSanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk, eleven fifty.
0: Remember the names that you were told on the breath.
1: Thank you for listening this morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and I'm Dina Marie. And this year, I'm going to do some shows about my book, Our Energy Matters, because it's been kind of reintroduced to me, and I really know in the last two years, it's helped me, my book has helped me uh, keep my energy going and flowing. And so at this point, I feel uh, I'm ready to move a little bit ahead, where before I kind of had the red lights, and it was time for me to, to do some inner work and do some healing, which I have done. Uh, the one thing about this is my relationships Relationships have never been so um, solid. Um, that's the root chakra and the sacral chakra. I have a foundation and now I can get back to my solar plexus, which is doing the thing I came here to do, my purpose and my passion, which I do believe is teaching and helping others um, to actually shine. So that's what uh, the show is about today. Is I want to educate you and tell you a little bit about my book and how it came about, but you know, you could go into depths and um, other areas of the chakras, but this is easy. This is like something that children can understand and it's really easy to use. So as I was saying, I was talking about the chakras, uh, how I see them, how they get blocked, but there are very easy ways, which are in my book. I have chakra prescriptions, uh, for all of the chakras and they're, they're kind of playful. It's, uh, the root chakra is your connection to the earth. So and your body. So the most important thing is to take care of yourself. That means rest, eat right, exercise, and actually, you know, relax and take, take time to sit on the earth, to go to the beach, to walk in the woods. Uh, Connecting with the earth is the root chakra. That's the most important thing you can do. Um, The, and it's also your connection to your birth mother. So, you know, depending how easy that was, you know, your entrance into this world kind of has a lot to do with your personality so you can investigate that which I've had many clients do um, and heal that part and that's just that inner child work Um, the sacral chakra which is in your hip your hip area is uh, the people closest to you so a lot of the prescriptions are joining a group of like-minded people where you can be yourself I would say that would be your authentic self is to, you know, I have this w- these women who did a book club, which over the years they grew and evolved and became very, very close. And eventually they traveled together. And it was just a very, it was their tribe. It's their tribe. And so, I you know, that's why I encourage kids to go to book, uh, bookshops or uh uh, places where they can play music and hang around with really awesome people. You know, coffee shops are my favorite. Kids usually get in there and they can they can find a friend. Um, I also enjoy like Soul Food Coffee House where, you know, they get to play music. Uh, there's artists there. It's just a very nice tribe for kids. Uh, also, as adults, trust issues. You know, if you have people in your life that you do not enjoy being around and you don't like their company... You put yourself on a diet of cool people. First thing you do is less and less hang around the people that you feel um, depleted or maybe the energy exchange isn't equal. So you spend more time maybe alone for a while and then you put down on a piece of paper what you want in your tribe. For me, I want to be around people I can talk to. I want to be around people I trust. I want to be around people that are fun and that's super uh sacral chakra it's spontaneity it's easy to, going with the flow so that's the sacral chakra is finding your tribe or taking a class or being in a group where you can be yourself uh, the solar plexus that is right here in your gut when you know when someone's angry at you you pretty much know that one uh, but that is opened when you find that thing you love to do what do you love to do all by yourself not in the group because the sacral is the group Above that is the solar plexus. It's your your purpose and your passion. It could be dancing. Um, I love to ride my bike. I like teaching. It's the thing you do that makes you stand alone. And when you're doing it, you feel like you shine. Uh, I used to teach aerobics. Loved it. Loved you know leading people back and forth in class and and listening to music. It was it was so empowering. So the biggest prescription is to find the thing that you love to do and and do it as much as you can. Also laughing and crying spontaneously. So I'll say watch a movie that you know you're gonna cry to, um, watch something you know you're gonna laugh. Seinfeld always makes me laugh, but laughing so hard that you, you just can barely breathe. And that's another one, deep breathing. So that those exercises keep your solar plexus alive. Breathing, just sit down and take some really deep breaths and that's your solar plexus, getting the prescription it needs. Also, let's see. We go to the heart chakra, and that's practicing self-love. That's the first thing you want to give to yourself as much as you give to others, and find the balance in between the two. I came up with the color green, which is giving to others, and pink, giving to yourself. And I kind of cut the ha- uh, chakra, the heart chakra, in half between the two. Green is when you, you know, you volunteer and and you're always giving to your kids and your spouse and you're showing up for your friends. And as long as you're doing it because you find joy in it and you feel, feel, feel good about it, continue doing it. But when you get to a point when you feel resentful, burned out, and you feel like you just can't take it anymore and you don't know how to say no, that's when you say yes to yourself. So it's a balancing act between the two and it takes practice. And some people have to say no a lot to get used to saying no because they never say no and other people need to learn to say yes. But I find a lot of people that are givers uh, spend too much time kind of being the martyr. So finding that time where you're alone with yourself, I say take yourself on a date. Give yourself the things you want other people to give you. Make sure you do have that time alone so you can get your head on straight. That's why I like going to the gym or exercising because that's my time to take care of me and then I'm a better person when I'm around other people. I'm much stronger. But when you're giving to other people all the time, it's very hard to be grounded enough to say no and mean it. So you're kind of a pushover, and that's what that means. Get into the lower chakras, feel confident, strong, do some things for yourself, and you'll be able to say no when you want to and yes when you want to, and that's very important for your your health, your mind-body connection health. Like I said, when I was kind of you know in a place where I didn't feel good about myself, i got actually got rheumatic fever that's the mind-body connection i got so sick i almost died and just recently uh you know three years ago i was giving so much away that i was running on empty and my blood pressure was out of control and it was my body just telling me that it's time to stop refuel and then move on and so i did and i'm pretty proud of myself i followed my own prescription Um, I spent a lot of time alone. I spent it in nature. I slept a lot. I ate the right foods. I'm back in the gym again. So those things add up. And then your spirits are high again. So practicing self-love, that's most important. And I also love doing uh, Reiki, energy work in groups. So when you do a Reiki circle with a group, you end up connecting on a level without conversation. You're quiet. You get to to know the person on an energetic level energetic level which is something I can't even talk about out loud because you have to feel it and that's what it's all about is getting back into your heart space where you feel again and you connect with other people on a on a level that is really out of this world and and most of my clients just called it a big hug and after you leave you you feel warm and toasty and you feel hopeful so those are your higher chakras So practicing self-love, saying no to others when you want to, saying yes to yourself, and um, hands-on healing. But that's also, you you know, human touch, which is really essential at this point. Um, I'm still struggling with how to do that, Um, but, you know, I'm back to touching and hugging, and, you know, I, I have to. I have to do it. It's who I am, and it's painful not to be around people and have that connection. So I'm going forward and being myself because that's who I have to be. And that's also your heart chakra. So your throat chakra, it is open when you are able to express yourself. So my prescription many, many times is uh, doing uh, art, music, singing. That's why I have so many artists on my show or musicians. uh, They usually started out, you know, wanting to play or, you know, thinking about it. And then they did. And it keeps their heart and throat chakra open. Also their third eye because they're writing songs. Um, It's just been really interesting to see how important um, the arts are to our children. And how they're being pulled out of the school. So it's when you have an idea and you create it and it's just for yourself. So making your own dance. uh, Making your own painting. Anything that's just yours. Not following other people's how-to. But... Um, being creative. So the throat chakra is about creativity. It's about expressing yourself and also telling somebody close to you how you feel without feeling like they're going to judge you. And also with kids is or adults, you have an idea and it's so nice to be around people and just throw ideas around and, and play, be playful with your thoughts and um, knowing exactly that that person is going to accept you for who you are, your authentic self. Uh, the brow chakra... That's right between your eyes. That chakra is open when we see beauty. I don't know if any of you see my Facebook page, but I focus on the light. If I see uh, the sun come out and I see the the sky is blue or if I see any light whatsoever, I take a photo because it makes me focus on the colors and the brightness and the beauty of this world. Um, There'll be times I'm on the ground just to get some light because that's what keeps my third eye open. Also, uh, you know, I thought about Anthony Mann and him reading his writings, and how when he's reading to me, like we read to a child, I'm painting pictures in my mind's eye. So, getting away from the television, turning it off, and actually listening to something where you paint pictures, or reading a book where it's just the words, so that you can keep your third eye open by being imaginative and pretending and it's like a paintbrush. You've got to use it, and, and it's a projector eventually that comes out to this this world, so everyone can see what you are imagining. The crown chakra is open when you open. It. It's above your uh, head, but it's when you look up. When you look up, that's why I say stargazing, anything like that, like anytime when you look up, but you ask for what you want. You set your intentions. Um, you count your blessings and you start the day on a good note. So every day I do five things I'm thankful for. Now I'm doing actually 10. I don't know. I just keep going until I'm tired. (laughs) And then um, because I'm very blessed. And then I think of a few things I'd like to accomplish that day or some things I'm working on. I like to say I'm open to receiving the abundance of the universe and all of its forms because it was so hard for me to receive most of my life so that's one thing I like to do and then I always get a wink some type of like you know would you like to go out to lunch or you know a little bonus here at work or something like that so it's kind of fun to ask for what you want and playfully get it from the universe and that's that's what I do to keep my chakras open Um, and those are the prescription I gave my clients and like I said, in the book, there's seven little things you can do. There's, there's music that goes towards them. There's foods you can eat. There's colors that vibrate, of course, um, with each chakra. Um, you can wear those colors. You can wear crystals. That's in the book, what crystals go with each chakra. I, for instance, like to wear rose quartz to remind myself to love me- myself. I wear a moonstone to remind myself to look up. Um, I also wear obsidian. Because I want to make sure I stay grounded. Because I, I'm a Gemini. And that's another thing in the book is the astrology. Geminis love to talk. They love to express themselves. And so each sign, you come here with that that uh, schooling you want. So I have problems in my throat chakra or my heart when I'm around people that I can't express myself. And it turns into dis-ease in my body, in my chakras. So it's really important to keep yourself tuned up. It's really important to be around people that love you for who you are and it's most important that you connect with something outside yourself and know that there's more going on. We are all connected, we are all one in this body, I know, this energetic field of uh, God or whatever you want to call it, but we are here to co-create, to enjoy our lives and have fun. And it, more than than that is to love one another. So, I love doing this. It did start as a children's game. I'm involved into this, this book, Our Energy Matters. And it just, um, in the last two years, is actually through Anthony Mana kept my, my chakra spinning and it got me through. And I didn't know why we were doing it, but now I see, which is really exciting. So, we're going to um, end the show with the Mind Body Connection. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. In
0: the Round and round we go. Oh, into
2: the mystery. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kassara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit TrueHealth.com. That's T-R-U, health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you.
0: So are you ready to have a major breakthrough in your life? Marlo Williams, a certified life coach and TLT practitioner, transforms lives, moving her clients from apathy to happiness, from stress to balance, from uncertainty to total confidence and more. Marla will help you identify the one breakthrough point you can change to live life in more harmony with your true self. It is life-changing. Sign up for a complimentary session at MarlaWilliams.net and experience the magic of moving from stuckness into a life you love.
1: Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at eleven fifty kknw.com.
0: Can you feel us growing? Little
1: dreamer in the night.
0: It's your turn to
1: hold the light. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. As the book was being written, I was teaching my clients, a few of them, how to do these readings, and they said, Dina, it okay, it's great. This is wonderful, but we need a cheat sheet. We need something to put the rocks on so we kind of know what you're doing. <laughs> and so as the, you know, about three or four weeks went by, I thought, I don't even know what, how I'm going to do that because I know in my mind what I'm doing, but how do I get it for other people? So I get my higher voice talking to me, my intuition when I exercise. So one day I was riding the bike and man, did it come to me in a flash. So what I saw was a chakra cheat sheet, a cheat sheet. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? But I saw it as a game board and it was just like, okay, so I'm gonna go home and do my own graphics even though I don't know how to do graphics. I get out my computer and I have to figure out how this cheat sheet works. And it just came out the first time. I actually did it very easily. And it's just the seven colors of the uh, rainbow. It starts with, you know, a white, a violet all the way down to red. So it's white, purple, turquoise, blue, green, and pink, Remember the heart chakra. Uh, Yellow for the solar plexus, uh, orange is sacral, and then the root chakra was red. And then what I did is, you know, eventually I made rocks, seven rocks for uh, the chakras, and then I did 21 of them, and it became a game board, which was really fun. So in the middle of this is how I sold my book is with these 21 rocks in a bag with the book and the cheat sheet. And it was just so much fun. It was it was given to, to me from above. But this cheat sheet, you can actually use it without even reading the book. So a lot of people laminate it and, and use it. But it had the blockages and it had prescriptions. And that's really exciting because then it made sense. If the rock was missing from that place, you would actually do the prescription. So it was easy. People could use it. But, you know, a lot of the uh, mind-body connection comes from blocked chakras. So it's very easy to see, you know, when the throat chakra is missing, I ask them, you know, how is their throat? And they'll say, well, you know, you know, I do take thyroid medicine. I do have like a nodule on, you know, whatever on my neck. Or they'll say these things. Oh, I have strep throat all the time. Uh, the third eye, they'll have migraines. uh the headaches is the higher chakras, you the heart chakra, of course, you know, heart issues, high blood pressure, um, but it's when it's blocked. It's when it's blocked. So when you have a blocked power chakra, I've seen people with their stomachs almost indented in um, the sacral chakra. I've seen people with, you know, multiple issues, whether it's low back to um, maybe, sexual issues um that they have no idea why they have them and they the root chakra is you know everything below so it's your hips sciatica knees Uh, i would say knees are pivoting back and forth trying to figure out what you want to do with your life i've been having a lot of feet issues because i have a problem putting my foot down um and so when the chakras are blocked that's when you get dis-ease in your body so the mind-body connection is one of the chapters in the book and I really learned that like I said from Louise Hay, but teaching aerobics, it was so um, kind of playful to say, so you know, I'm giving somebody their body measurements, you know, and and their right shoulder's lower than their left. And I'll just say are things weighing on you with a man. And they're like, ah, my husband just lost his job. <laughs> that was kind of scary how easy it was to, to use it. But that's just because your body's always talking to you. The universe is always talking to you. And if you pay attention, which is why it's so important to take time to be alone, relax. You'll get synchronicities and that's in the book too. A synchronicity is when the universe is giving you clues, a wink, and it wants you to find easy ways to move forward. And in my book, I teach about intuition. Intuition is your greatest ally. If you have it, You know, you sit back and you wait. And when you get three green lights, you know to go in and ask for the job. Or you know when to sit back and wait. I'm in a waiting pattern right now, which is my hardest thing to do. My voice is like, I have two more weeks before I'm supposed to do anything because something's in the oven. And I don't know what it is. But what I'm doing is focusing on my health. I'm spending time in the gym. I'm resting. I'm eating right. um, I'm slowing down. And it's been good for me because the things were speeding up for me about two months ago. I was going too fast again. So I'm just taking a vacation, I guess. And we'll see what happens when the universe winks at me. I'll get three synchronicities. They'll be pointing me in the right direction and then I'll move ahead. But your intuition first, that means setting your intentions, asking for what you want, Listening to your small still voice, hopefully you have it, and then acting on it with your lower chakras. So that's when you get on the dance floor, you work well with other people, and you manifest. And as you keep doing that, and it's working for you, you're in flow, your chakras are spinning, and life is good. When things start to get blocked, when you feel frustration, then you stop, you do your inner work, you do a chakra reading, you read something positive, you watch a good movie, you go on a vacation and don't pick up your phone. (laughs) I don't like to use the word don't, but it means spend time in nature and enjoy being in solitude. Solitude, it's not that bad as long as you use it wisely. And that's another thing I teach is time alone. If people don't know who they are and what they want, you don't get anything or you get all the wrong things and then even made a mess of your life. So I love teaching this, and I will be doing this more often because I have an office in Linwood now, and um, I'm doing my retreats on Woodby Island starting February. I'm just very blessed to, you know, have come up with this playful way to teach people how to keep their energy high, and like I said, the book has all kinds of things at numerology. It teaches when to start things, when to finish things. That's in the book. We have um, dream interpretation, which I'm doing a class on that but your dreams are talking to you. They will give you information on how to move ahead, just like your intuition. Uh, Also, the feng shui is what I'll be doing with my... My son has a moving company and um, staging, and just going into people's houses and helping them clear the clutter, helping them to clear their mind. And so people have too much stuff. So that's probably what I'll be focusing on with the retreats and doing some one-on-one sessions. But really helping people go through their life before you pass away or before you move and get rid of the stuff that no longer serves you because memories are all around your house. When you walk in, you're, you're probably overwhelmed if you have too much stuff. If you get rid of things. The other day, I looked around my place. It's small. It's quaint. It's lovely. Everything in it, I feel good about. And most of the things, if not 99% of them, were given to me by people who love me, who appreciate me and value me. And when I see these things, I feel self-worth and self-love. So, you know, I still have a few things. Sometimes I'm like, why am I keeping that? And it's really important to have someone come in and help you and guide you. And sometimes it's so painful to let go of things. You have to have other people put them in their car and drive away. Or I've had people use a truck to get things in and drive away because they have so much stuff. I remember my first Kamano uh, place where I lived, the The person next door, I had to help them go through their their garage. And they had checks that were uncashed, that they never opened the, the the mail. But we sat outside and we burned things and we cleaned out the garage. And he lost weight. His health got better. And it's because he was holding on to the past. So we got to let go. So we can move on and get forward. Moving forward is so important right now. We've been stagnant for too long. So I love teaching. I love doing what I'm doing. Uh, If people want to reach out to me, you can go to my website, dina-marie.com. I am also on Facebook, Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie um, or Dina Marie. And then I also have my Instagram, which is dina marie 444 But right now, I think doing your homework, you know. Setting your intentions, counting your blessings, focusing on the beauty of this world because it is, which means turning off the television, picking up a good book, going for a walk in nature, you know, practicing self love, giving yourself time alone, time to rest, time to reflect, and just be before spring comes and things start moving forward. Um, It also means to find that thing you love. What is it that you love to do all by yourself that brings you joy? Whatever it is, do it as much as you can because it will fill your cup and it will make you a better person in all parts of your life, you know? And if your job is not fulfilling you, a hobby is essential. (laughs) You might need your job, but as soon as you do something that brings you joy, your job may change. And then again, it's also finding beautiful human beings to spend time with. If you are around a lot of people you don't enjoy, put yourself on a diet and then slowly but surely be conscious of who you hang out with. And if you're not feeling good about it, put yourself in a place where you're alone so you can feel good again and then go back out into the world. And again, like I said, join a group with other like-minded people where you can be yourself. Root Chakra, again, I went, I've been going to the gym. I... Change my diet. I've been sleeping a little bit more and resting and learning how to meditate again, which I was meditating, but not correctly. I'm doing it more than ever because an empty mind brings more synchronicity, brings more intuition, and I'm just waiting for direction before I make any moves in this time period. <laughs> Super important that my intuition is leading the way. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, If you want to get my book, I guess you have to go to Amazon. But if you want to reach out to me and do some sessions, you can do that too. Again, my website is dina-marie.com. If you want to come out to Woodby Island in February, starting February, it's a four-hour retreat. We do the labyrinth. We go to the beach. We do a healing session, a chakra reading, and we end up in downtown Langley for dinner or lunch. And uh, yeah, Woodby off season is a beautiful place to be. I um, would love to uh, see you out here on the island. Also, my uh, newest venture is in Linwood. I have an office there. If you'd like a session with me, an individual session, you can reach out to me for, for that too also. Thank you for listening. Come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.
0: Like a diamond In the sky Take my hand No, no, don't let go Dive with me Into river flow Jump inside You will see The way you are You choose to be Deeper and deeper Round So we grow Little dreamer Empty your cup Watch the world Come and fill it up Not too loose No Not too tight Just breathe It'll be alright You turn to Let yourself unfold remember the names that you were told on the breath a sacred wish find yourself in the limitless deeper and deeper round In the night, it's your turn to hold the light. The rhythm that meets beneath your skin is the compass you have to begin again. Hey, Deep, deeper and deeper, round.